Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp. September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! You're listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest of music from all over the world. Please welcome your host, Greg Howard Jr. Joining me on this episode, uh, she her latest single is uh, called Tipsy on the Tongue, and it is out right now. She's got a new single and a full EP coming very, very soon. Please welcome the absolutely fantastic Rowan Flack. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for being here. So for... For the people who are not familiar, uh, tell us about Tipsy on the Tongue. Yeah, so uh, Tipsy on the Tongue was my first single, which came out in May this year. Um, It was the start of a whole new project for me, funded by Help Musicians. Um, And yeah, it's received really, you know, really nice support from everyone so far. Um, I'm really excited for the rest of the singles to be coming out very soon. So if you had to describe uh, Tipsy on the Tongue using only one word, what word would you pick? Oh gosh, that's really hard. Um, I would say just one word. I would say um, maybe just personal um, because it's definitely the most personal release that I've put out there. Um, In the past, I've worked with various folk jazz um, and mainly just contemporary jazz groups. But this was the start of a whole new thing for me, um, releasing pop, jazz and soul. Um, and mainly the songwriting is just inspired by relationships and very personal topics. Uh, so yeah, personal. Who is who is an artist that if they showed up in this Zoom right now and said, Rowan, you have to come on tour with me right this minute, who are we dropping everything for? Who are we killing this interview because you're going on tour? It would definitely be uh, Kamasi Washington. The Kamasi Washington is like my favorite artist, um, mainly instrumental stuff actually, but his instrumental uh, music really inspires the way that I write. Um, I honestly rave about him so much. I've got like a radio show and that I host every Friday and it's so hard to just not play a tune from his album <laughs> every week um but yeah it would definitely be him what is what's your dream venue to play oh gosh um 
I'd say maybe like quite an intimate venue. Um, maybe some, maybe like Royal Albert Hall, somewhere where you know the acoustics are just gorgeous and everyone's just silent and you know all the focus is on the songwriting and the band um you know I really like a supportive and like uh, welcoming audience but I do quite like it when it's intimate and um everyone's just listening so closely I'm sure lots of musicians <laughs> like that though don't they <laughs> it's it's interesting you are the the first uk artist i've had on the show where when i ask this question usually the go-to is i want to do glastonbury oh, that's really that's always the go-to so i mean yeah so I love that. obviously yeah up there um festival is always great but i think a nice you know a nice acoustic concert hall is is a perfect place for my music so yeah if uh, if you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? I could change one thing. I mean, at the moment, it's still quite male-led, especially within like labels and A and R and all of that. So maybe just having a more equal ground in terms of um, women and men. You know, I come from like a jazz background as well, where predominantly is men which is you know lovely but also um, it would be nice to have more of a sort of support uh network in terms of women musicians in jazz how would you describe your music using only colors and shapes i think i'd have to go with you know he doesn't like a circle i think i'd say lots of circles um flowing shapes um colors colors wise i got asked this a while back actually about colors um I feel like with each single it kind of does change um you know you just get a sense of what that maybe in terms of like maybe the graphics or things like that where where does it sit and um, but also in terms of the music and how you, you see that and visualize that and um, with the upcoming single I'd say lots of blues relaxing kind of greens um very calming colors From the minds that brought you the smash hit podcast Your Life The Mixtape and Headliners comes Your Life The Mixtape magazine, a free monthly digital magazine that focuses on music, culture, and social commentary on current news and events. Visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today. What do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process? worst habit I think generally when I go to write it's it's sometimes hard to like put a topic um get a topic and decide you know this is what I'm writing about rather than just letting it be um more when I feel like emotionally I need to write a song I think it would be good to yeah to be working on a little bit more logically like okay I'm writing this song today this is what I'm gonna do um and just you're switching up a little bit more. Um, and I also do tend to add in like all these kind of complex jazz chords. And it's like, if I'm writing all this more mainstream stuff, maybe, maybe let's kind of <laughs> pull back a little bit with the, with the complex jazz. Um, but obviously that's naturally what's coming out. Um, and co-writing helps with that a lot. So it's really nice to have a good balance when you're co-writing. Do you uh, consider yourself an artist or an entertainer? I think definitely an artist. Um, I kind of, 
yeah definitely an artist um I'm not I mean, I mean, I'm absolutely rubbish at acting, so we <laughs> throw that out the, out the window. But um, d- definitely, along that, more like a, a craft. You know, I've I've worked hard for my craft, and as a musician, I've trained hard, and yeah, I, I've envisioned myself as an artist. Yeah. Tell me about the moment in your career that you're most proud of. I mean, obviously, with this new music, um, I'm super proud of you know pushing the the new single and going in a slightly new direction um there's still lots more more of that to come so um i'm hoping that the ep when that is finally released you know that will be the the biggest moment um but so far in my past um projects it's probably been playing in norway my headline show with my past kind of group there we we sold out to like 300 um people like packed venue it was really like and everyone was you know so just listening and so supportive and that was a really lovely moment so I think we played it it was called um Underlay Underlay um in Bergen and that was really great what was the moment that you decided that you wanted to pursue music I mean from a quite a young age I was writing um like with a really really bad old five pound guitar um when I was probably like 10 um and you know I was writing kind of folky songs um probably just inspired from like music I'd seen on tv my mum was very into music um and I had like piano lessons um which did help with that but you know I was more just sat on just writing my own stuff and like I never wanted to actually learn the scales that came a lot later like you, you couldn't sit me down and play learn the scales <laughs> um but I was just coming up with my own things on the guitar um and I think from that you know the 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 drive that I had writing the songs that pushed me to pursue my career in music so if you could start your career over from from day one uh would you do anything different I think it's taken me a while to find out, you know, where where I want to place myself in the industry. Um, I guess obviously if that if that had kind of come when I was maybe at school, um, at, when I was studying at the Brit School, um, you know, maybe I could have told myself, oh, I may, you know, you've got the confidence to release this more personal stuff then. Um, but it's taken, a, you know, it's taken a while. It's like been a kind of journey figuring out, you know, the jazz stuff, the folk stuff that I've released in the past. Um, and that's all given me the confidence to push forward with this new project. So, no, I wouldn't change anything. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to release this all now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when are you most creative? When I'm most creative? I think... Um, probably a lot of musicians say this but like if you generally it's like when when you get a rush of emotions like for me which is you know might and and it's quite a lot easier to write a like sad song than a than a happy song I'd say (laughs) um that's when I'm most creative I'm a bit upset about something but um also if you know in I'm very inspired by nature and open spaces um when I was living in Norway it was like inspired by the scenery by the mountains um but in london yeah uh to do with relationships to do with um pe- ways people communicate um that all inspires me quite a lot and makes me feel creative um 
yeah communication and nature is that is that a, <laughs> yeah. okay response to my question yeah okay I'll yeah. Agree with that. <laughs> hello there i i want to take a moment to talk to you about dear dean magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favorite subscription only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognized journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up So if if this podcast episode suddenly turned into like a tiny desk concert type thing, uh, where does Tipsy on the Tongue fall in the set list? Mm, so I've just announced I've got a new gig um, on the 6th of September at Lower Third in Soho. And I've, I'm thinking it, it's probably it's probably an opener because I've still got all the unreleased stuff Um I think it's just come out. It's what people want to hear. So I think it. I think we'll play it first. Yeah, nice. but no promises. You know, it's still, <laughs> it's still, <laughs> it's still want to be mysterious. You know. <laughs> what advice do you have for the next generation of artists? I think going back to what I've said um, with when I was studying at school, I think just you know don't kind of let things hold you back with releasing um stuff if you're writing music just like go for it and just release it um but at the same time if you feel like you need to take a little bit more time to um work on something then let that happen um things just will naturally fall into place if you're just being creative and keeping on going with writing and and trusting trusting yourself um yeah, trust yourself in, in when you want to release and how you want to do it. So if there were 25 hours in a day, what would you do with that extra hour? <laughs> um, I'd love to say more writing, but it'd probably be admin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's not enough hours in the day anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, being a musician, it's like, especially if you're an independent musician, um, your music, your your time is so sporadic. It's like you've got to be your own promoter. You've got to um, sort out the artwork. You want to work. You've got all these ideas. So I think planning is the most important thing. You know, having a having an agenda and being like, this is what I want to do, and that's that's what keeps it the ball rolling, doesn't it? So admin, <laughs> as boring <laughs> as it is, <laughs> ideally. 
what would you like for people to take away from your music? I like to think of the songs as like sort of, you know, they're stories and they are all the all the new music that's coming out has mainly been co-written with some of my best friends, um, both of us sharing quite like personal relationship, um, not issues, but things that have happened. Um, and I'd, it would be really nice if people could just relate to that and kind of understand where I'm coming from with it, understand the story. So uh, tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can uh, get their hands on your music. Yes, you can. You can buy it on Bandcamp. I love I love people buying my music. You can also stream it on Spotify, Apple Music, all of the streaming sites. Um, or you can come and see me live. I've got lots of gigs coming up in September um, if you're in London. But did you say uh, how many do you have many people from the UK on this podcast or? I do. Um, I've I've had qu- quite a few. Uh, the the PR agency that uh, sent you to me uh, mm. is is based nice. in London, so I get I get a lot of of UK artists, which I adore. Nice. So, any London listeners or anyone visiting London, yeah, come and come and hear it actually live in September. There's a gig at, uh, as I mentioned, in Soho on the sixth, and then I've got one in Deptford if you're in southeast London um, at Deptford Festival on the twenty fourth. So, yeah, come and come and watch and listen. And where can uh, they find you on social media? So I've got Instagram. It's just my name, Rowan.Flack. Um, Facebook. People use Facebook a little bit less nowadays, don't they? But mainly Instagram. Uh, my website, which is just RowanFlack.com. Just all my live dates and all my upcoming releases and all that info. Yeah. Not uh, yeah. It's, you can find it. You can find me online. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about you and your music. I have I've enjoyed this so much. Yeah, it's been really nice chatting. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Headliners. We'll be back next week with an all new episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For more information about the show, visit us at www.yourlifemixtape.com. Headliners is a Spring Break 83 production in association with Rod Wharton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved. <laughs>